to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Rebecca Gordon, intern this year at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published more than 100 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Today's guest is Jack Glasgow, author of Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels. He is joining us remotely from Zebulon, North Carolina, where he has served at Zebulon Baptist Church for over 40 years. Jack, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Enjoying the beginning of the Advent season. Yes, yes. Well, a standard question we ask our authors on Good Faith Reads is, tell our listeners in one sentence, if you can, what your book is about. Okay. Seeing with Jesus is about taking a fresh look at the life, ministry, and teachings of Jesus in order to have a clearer and more accurate picture of how Jesus viewed the world. And was there a critical life experience that shaped your need or your desire to write this book? You know, I think the most important goes way back uh, to my my being a senior in high school. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, in a wonderful suburban community. And at the end of my senior year, uh, the neighborhood was in transition. There was racial transition going on. It was sort of the era of blockbusting in real estate. And so as I graduated from high school, Uh, We were moving from our neighborhood. All my friends were leaving. The school was changing. And it was really a critical time for me. There was something about it that for me said, as idyllic as my growing up has been, there's something wrong with our faith. If persons of color moving into our neighborhood uh, is something that causes us to want to leave. I was leaving my home of 18 years, all because of that racial transition. Uh, churches were moving further out into the suburbs, t- selling their property, uh, and people could not imagine living in an integrated neighborhood. And for me, that was a faith crisis. The good news is that during my college years, I was part of a wonderful church. Uh, things happened that I was called to ministry, and then I came to Southeastern Seminary and started to work here. But I think it developed a lifelong passion of trying to figure out What was wrong with the way we viewed the world that we could not envision living in harmony with persons of color? That's one of the reasons I did my graduate work in Christian ethics, and it has been an important part of my ministry to try to probe that question and to recognize that so often we claim to be Christians, but we really don't see the world the way Jesus saw the world. Yeah, and your book does such a good job of talking about that and kind of challenging us to, to see it the way Jesus does. One of the things I really loved about it was how you kind of simultaneously were calling out some common Christian behaviors that don't align with the gospel, but you're also offering these hopeful affirmations and loving words to Christians. So could you, could you tell us a little bit about your effort to kind of strike that balance when you were writing? I think that's sort of consistent with my own style in pastoral ministry. I serve a wonderful congregation here in Zebulon, have for my entire tenure, Uh, but we're not a perfect congregation. 
And so it's important for me to be able to speak prophetically to our congregation and to be consistent with the biblical message, but at the same time, to do it with love and to do it with grace. Um, and I think by doing it that way, you see people be able to grow, to be able to actually uh, grow more capable of seeing the world from a Jesus perspective. Definitely. And I, I think that that seems from your book as well as kind of how you define discipleship. It's, it's a challenge. It's, it's a cost, but it's also really surrounded in love. Yes. Great. Well, we will be right back in 15 seconds with more of Good Faith Reads. Are you an undergraduate, graduate student, or recently graduated? Are you interested in religious journalism? Well, Good Faith Media is now taking applications to be a part of the Good Faith Media internship team. If you are interested or know of someone who might be interested, I invite you to check out goodfaithmedia.org forward slash internships. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today, we're joined remotely by Jack Glasgow, author of the Good Faith Media book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels. I'm Rebecca Gordon, intern at Good Faith Media. Jack, could you tell us a bit about your writing process? Did you set weekly goals or give yourself daily word count mandates? Did you ever face writer's block? Tell us about the process. Okay. I think the, the writer's block really came at the beginning of the process. How do you really begin to talk about a Jesus worldview? How do you uh, decide what the chapters will be? And it took a long time for that. There was probably several months that I tried various ways to think about uh, doing the book. What I finally decided was I'd do a chapter on the Sermon on the Mount to begin so that we could look at the kingdom teaching of Jesus. Then we'd take a chapter to look at how Jesus interacted with his disciples, how Jesus encountered other people. And then we took a look at the teachings of Jesus and the parables. Uh, the fifth chapter was the discourse in the upper room as recorded in the Gospel of John. And then finally, uh, we looked at the passion, the, the crucifixion and resurrection narratives of Christ for the final chapter. And once those chapters were decided on, um, I really didn't have any writer's block following that and was able to do the work well. I was able to usually do a chapter in about two or three weeks, uh, which was challenging along with other pastoral uh, and life uh, duties, but, but we were able to do it pretty quickly. Yeah, how you said, um, you know, this kind of has been inspired back to when you were in college. So how long have you been working on this book? Well, the, the actual work on the book itself uh, really only began back in 2019. And so I was uh, challenged by Johnny Pierce and Bruce Gurley, uh, who have really focused on a Jesus worldview initiative uh, within our Good Faith Media uh, company. And they wanted me to, to see if I would, would write this. They felt like I had a pastoral perspective and that I could write a book that would be a book that Christian laypersons would enjoy and Christian congregations could use in their spiritual formation uh, ministry. Definitely. And, and do you think that it's a particularly timely moment for this book to be coming out? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think that, that we have all persons of good faith have been concerned uh, over the last decade or more that there are so many people who talk about a biblical or Christian worldview, but when you really analyze the things that they're emphasizing and their talking points, 
it has very little to do with the teaching of Jesus. Um, often their views ignore some of the main teaching points of Christ, uh, and they, they propose things that Jesus would have never uh, proposed in his ministry. So I think the importance of helping Christians to be able to go back and look at the teachings of Christ, to analyze them and help Jesus's teaching shape our worldview is incredibly timely in the, in the political and social world in which we live. I agree. Uh, one of my favorite parts of your book is when you talk about blessings and you talked about it as this gift of positive spiritual energy from God. Um, and since we're in the middle of this odd year, I wonder if you would give an example of feeling that type of blessing you described this year in 2020 and maybe describe what, how you define that kind of blessing for our listeners and then give us an example if you can. Well, I've, I've always felt that receiving and giving blessing is an important part of the faith journey. And as a pastor, I realized that so many of my members struggle because maybe somewhere along the way in life, they didn't receive the blessing from parents or from significant persons in their lives. So I tried to really work on in my pastoral ministry, what does blessing really mean? And to me, it is that gift of a positive spiritual energy to another person. Um, I can't think of anyone who did that better for me than my father. Uh, my dad was a, was a deeply spiritual person. He was an educator. Um, but I think that I knew that I was loved. I knew that I had his support. I knew that he wanted the best for me. And one of the things, an example I would give is I didn't see my dad cry often in life, maybe, maybe four or five times in life. But three of the times were at deeply spiritual moments. Uh, when I made my profession of faith, when my little younger brother made his profession of faith, and then when he presented me my ordination Bible uh, at my ordination on behalf of our home church, I realized then how deeply important matters of spirituality were for him. And I realized that he wanted God's best for my life. And I, I always felt that positive energy from him, from my mother as well. Um, and I think that learning to give that to others is an important part of our, our faith. An important note to all of our listeners, we at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you'd like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org bookstore for more information. That's goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Jack, I wonder if you might read for us a sentence or two from the book that you think is critical for listeners to hear, either because it's representative of the book or because you think it's especially important for folks to hear right now. All right, well, near the end of the book, there's a, a brief paragraph that reads, the call to articulate for our day and age, a Jesus worldview is significant. Declining participation and confidence in the church is a reality congregations and denominations have faced for several decades. The number of persons who view Christian religion as more detrimental to the betterment of society is dramatically rising. And the voices of those insisting their worldviews are the true expressions of Christian faith are loud, intense, and often coercive. A different voice needs to be heard a different way of living needs to be apparent. A new vision needs to take shape. 
That's so great. And particularly for, we just talked before the podcast started, I've been in a church congregation for four years and Jack's been in his congregation for over 40 and um, really encouraging to younger ministers um, that it is kind of a challenging time to be entering the church um, and to be trying to offer this, this different worldview, but there's so much to be positive about as well. Well, thank you, Jack. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Jack Glasgow, author of Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels. The book, along with more than a hundred other titles, is available as both a print book and an ebook at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Jack, we appreciate you being our guest today. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Rebecca.